This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's, Let's Drink, Drink About It. I'm Ben Harrison. I'm Chris Bowman. And our lovely and talented guest is Abby Crutchfield. I'm the Earth's Greatest Hero today. All right. <laughs> A.K.A. Curly Comedy on, That's right. on Twitter. Correct. Um, boy, if you were here, you would see why. <laughs> My hair is very curly she has today. <laughs> A tremendous amount of curl in that hair. Thanks for having me. This is fun. And this is a this is let's drink about it, a show where we proceed from the premise that for every life event there is an ideal cocktail pairing. Um, and uh, yeah, we're just starting to explain what the show is at the top, so I'm not quite well, used to helpful. that yet. That's helpful. So, do you need to hear my life event before you diagnose what cocktail or we'll, prescribe the cocktail? Or? We'll get to it, okay. but I think first we should probably get to know you a little bit. Sure. Absolutely, um, yeah. So I uh, have to confess that uh, I only just watched your show today for the first time. Oh, well, thanks for tuning in. But uh, I was really excited because you had two of the uh, top three competitors from MasterChef on. That is true. Have you been? <laughs> well, let me say first, I am a co-host of People Now. It airs Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. on the internet on yeah. people.com. If you go to people.com, it's, like it's like a morning show. It is. And but then they air like... it again at noon just in case there's some hard-hitting news that we missed. They do a little recap. That's, yeah. a, that's an Easter egg for people that really want to tune in and see me twice. I feel like it's, <laughs> it's like the kind of jokes that you do on that show are not stuff that would necessarily play to the Good Morning America crowd, though. It's like it's like a little cooler. It's a little edgier. Thanks for saying so. We're definitely trying to move our own sense of comedy into the show and also keep it on brand and also, you know, in line with that is what always, the demographic might yeah. be, which I think is right now is probably, um, they said it's like older moms just because older moms, not older moms, but moms, um, read People magazine. But I don't know who has time at 8.30 a.m. who is also a mom to tune in on the internet. So yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how moms have time to do anything other than... I know. Be, they're you know. amazing. Yeah, they're, they really they're are. They're superheroes. They really so, are. So I mean, not the, not the greatest superheroes, but... <laughs> they're up there. They're just not the top. They're like lower rung superheroes, if we're being honest. Yeah. Did <laughs> we talk about that that's what your t-shirt says? Or it, did we just talk I about that you it. are Earth's greatest hero? Earth's greatest hero, but it's a picture of Superman. So technically, I'm just taking credit for something that... that he a did. brand that he's built. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but what were you saying about the guests that we have? Oh yeah, so um, oh yeah, Master Chef is the uh, is the cooking reality show, uh, and the like. The two women that have gotten to the the top three, probably the two favorites mm -hmm. to go all the way, uh, were on the show, and they had dishes for you guys to try. They and I did. noticed you like sneaking a little bite from off screen. Well, off I asked them ahead of time. I was like, can I be in this shot so I can have some of the food? And they, all the producers were like, no. And then Jeremy, my host, took too big of a bite to read his line. So he's like, Abby, get in here. And he meant for me to just read prompter, but instead uh. I just grabbed food. And then in my in my uh, IFB, in the little earpiece, they were like, Abby, get out of the shot. So I like disappeared again. The best laid plans stuck. of mice and producers. Exactly. Yeah. But the funny thing about those two ladies visiting is I don't know if they've already made decisions on the oh, show. Oh, yeah, they must, kn they so must they know, know who exactly. won. They were, so I was like, congrats on being finalists, guys. And they both like had yeah. these half smiles, like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, hmm, what went down? <laughs> well, and they're also, I mean, like, it's a reality show. So everybody mm -hmm. is there like in wardrobe. And, you know, yeah. the you're supposed to buy that this poor guy from the South has like 17 <laughs> different pairs of eyeglasses. And you're like... <laughs> No, this guy definitely doesn't have 17 pairs of eyeglasses. He's in wardrobe. He has he a has, helpful wardrobe. Lady. Yeah, and and like 
one of them is always in like Louboutin high heels while she's cooking and they'll like show her like pulling a rack of ribs out of the oven right. and these crazy six inch heels and you're just like nobody cooks like this. I bet, I bet she said that once like I like to cook in heels sometimes and right, she meant right. like on a nice occasion yeah, for my they, boyfriend like, they blow but, yeah, like the simplest like, part of everybody's <laughs> personality up to like 10 feet tall yeah, sounds well, like, that sounds like TV. Just t- yeah exactly I was gonna say that sounds like good tv yeah, there you go. Yeah, but uh, I'm I'm a total sucker for that show. Yeah, yeah, they play on your psychology for sure. Reality TV is great for that. I think yeah. that's why I stay away because I know it's the same reason I waited so long to get a cell phone. It's because I know the monster <laughs> that lies within. I just have to awake the beast, and I'll be consuming yeah. reality TV like right. Nobody's it's also, business. It's also Chris why you refuse to see a hypnotist. <laughs> You're I like, I don't want to go there. I do not want to know what's or, in there. Or does he? No, he, he, <laughs> he'll never know. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah, that's good. That's very good. Uh, uh, I feel like I kind of stole that joke from Eugene Merman, but uh, whatever. Well, you've made it your own. Uh, but yeah. you're also a, you're also a stand-up comedian. Yeah, uh, where can we of see Eugene you? Merman, great stand-up that he is. I produce a show in Park Slope every week that's free it's at eight o'clock from my with my husband and um and when i'm not performing live there you can just check my calendar on curlycomedy.com but i like to travel with this new job i haven't been able to travel as much cooped up in the studio in uh midtown manhattan just just tired all the time like we shoot in the morning until the early afternoon then we write in the afternoon right and then i go like take a nap i take like a mini nap eight times throughout the day because (laughs) by the time i get home and want to do like home stuff, then I have to go to sleep. So you are it, now caught in this classic dilemma that comedians face, which is that mm-hmm. there are people with money that want funny things to happen in the morning, <laughs> and all comedians <laughs> want funny things to happen after dark. I honestly thought since I need to be there by six and I have to get up at three forty-five, I'll just stay up the night before and just like ride it out. But that didn't work. No, yeah, you I do have to sleep at some point. Yeah, you adjust. Uh, have you tried either of these uh, coffee crazes that have been going around, the uh, bulletproof coffee or the coffee naps? Have you done? Ooh, I'm excited about that. I think a coffee nap is what when you drink it and then sleep for 20 minutes. That's and exactly then you wake right. Up. Oh, so it like <laughs> hits your system in between. I read it. Yeah, tell me what a coffee bullet is though. I've never. Or heard a, bu- of that. a bulletproof coffee, I think, is like um, I'm not. I, I can't say for sure because I haven't done it myself, but it involves coconut oil and butter. And oh, weird. Yeah, so I think the, the oils and the fats in the, the butter and uh, coconut oil slow down the absorption rate of the coffee. It's like uh, the time, time delay, delay. Yeah, oh, okay. so you basically are feeling like the effects of caffeine for six hours, and apparently it's uh, out of this world, but I can't speak firsthand. So, so it's like an Aleve commercial, like there's I a guy having the... <laughs> the Dexatrim commercial. I saw the kid where the capsule like busts open and little dots yeah. fall yeah, down. Yeah, little pellets, yeah, yeah. Well, what's the guy's that? like, God, I'm on my third cup of Joe this morning. And the guy's like, I have a coffee bullet. It lasts me all day long, Joe. Yeah, uh, what they don't tell you is you also have to swallow an actual bullet. It's yeah. complicated, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, Speaking of thing, bullets, yeah. I should, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, no, but we please. do have a contest running. Uh, I can't even remember what the contest is, Chris. It's, it's, it's Photoshop, Photoshop, a bullet, and a harmonica. No, see, you, you put the tweet out saying it describing what the contest was, but I think originally I'm, the idea I'm was wrong. That, I, yeah. I didn't, yeah, so we're I didn't get, remember we're what get we a, said in the show. We're going to get a widely varied uh, result. but what the, I think that's okay. Yeah, it's I think whatever's so. silliest, right? I think you said it, it has to incorporate uh, bullets, a muddler, and uh, John Popper from Blues Traveler, but you left right. out What's Danny Trejo. So it Danny has to Trejo, be Danny sure. Trejo and, and John Popper uh, somehow merged together into one being with, I think the idea was that the bandolier from uh, Machete and the vest that John Popper from Blues Traveler wears full of harmonicas, you somehow, right. you know, 
interpret that in your own way. That sounds yeah. intense. So a muddler it's is intense. the is is a, a big blunt object that you would use to crush up fruit or oh, herbs sure, in the bottom muddling. of a glass. Yeah. Got it. And uh and uh at some point uh on last week's show we realized that I'd left my a uh, very suggestive dildo-looking muddler at <laughs> our previous guest's house, and uh, he said he he's been keeping it in his bedside stand. I was gonna say, <laughs> don't get that back from him. Yeah, no, no, no. It's yeah. not been used for. If, uh, if that's out of your sight for even a minute, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so if you wanna if you wanna do a Photoshop riff, an interpretive joke about. I don't know, dildos, Danny Trejo, bullets. Oh God, don't open that up. Any no. of those things, uh, yeah. As long as it keeps the uh, let's drink about it uh, brand name in the uh, in the in the picture, I think you got a pretty recent reasonable shot at winning a homemade grapefruit shrub made by yours truly. That's nice. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it needs an extra added challenge of making a pun name for the drink that all of that. Turns oh man. Into. That might, right. yeah. that might be people. the challenge that we confer on ourselves. I think that the main <laughs> challenge for the people listening at home is understanding what the fuck I'm yeah, even talking about. Yeah. They're writing it down furiously because yeah. they're like, I but, keep missing yeah. it every podcast. Well, this it's like a reality it. show. It purports to have rules, but in reality, there are no <laughs> rules. It's whatever is most dramatic and most amusing. And Great. here's what I like, though. Abby's just done something. She's It's the evolution of this contest, and then that way it'll never really end. So this is a contest <laughs> that, uh, will, you know, it's going to be different all the time. That'd be a great gag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. It's so like, should we? It's like war in a lot of ways. <laughs> Ooh, it is a very symbolic metaphor. Yeah. Wow. Just got uh, real deep. Yeah. Too deep. Too deep. So, Chris, what happened to you this week? Well, uh, Friday night, I was uh, asked to bartend on Saturday night, something which I haven't done in uh, quite some time. Okay. You make some good money that way. Mm-hmm. Abby, what about you? Air Canada screwed me over, and <laughs> I oh, protested no. publicly, and I thought the squeaky wheel might get grease, but it didn't. Oh, uh, no. But, I mean, that's a spoiler alert. They actually did respond to my request, ultimately. Um, and and you were headed, Do you want to hear how? Like, you, were, uh, you were headed to Montreal, and then you didn't get to go? Oh, I was scheduled to perform at the Comedy Nest on a Friday, and yeah. I finished up with work. I left work early even. I wrapped early so that I could wait in the airport and catch my flight, and it got delayed, and the weather here was great. It was beautifully and sunny, beautiful and sunny. Um, the booker at the Comedy Nest, David Acker, very funny guy, he said the weather was beautiful in Montreal, so I couldn't figure out why we were being delayed. Right. Ultimately, they did say weather. They said it might rain. They kept delaying me up until the point where they canceled the flight so they put Uh, me on i know they put me on the next earliest flight which was the next day and this woman said okay so even though i've got you on this 345 flight you might want to come in because every morning at 10 there's a new flight that leaves to montreal and the guy on the phone that lives in montreal told me the same thing so when i get there in the morning not only she i I talked to a different gate agent and she says oh there's no 10 a.m flight that's every day except today (laughs) i was annoyed that i had to like leave at the crack of dawn just to get there to catch a flight at 10 a.m and so um i'm there at eight and i'm just chilling until my 345 flight just pissed i also (laughs) the previous day which isn't their fault but the previous day i was like digging through my luggage and left a dress out that i was going to wear at the show that night and then that was gone like i forgot in my haste when they said this flight has been canceled i ran away from the gate where where my dress was out so so that was that disappeared and all the maintenance people at look that newark airport couldn't figure out where it went Jeez. Um, oh the guy God. I talked to was probably wearing it the night before. 
And <laughs> so, uh, so then I just kind of tweeted at them like, geez, I'm waiting here all morning because your attendant gave me misinformation. I looked at Air Canada's uh, Twitter handle and all of their tweets were just apologies to people. That's, oh, it. And that's so I, pretty classic yeah, for an airline. I took a screen yeah. I'll stop you there. Yeah, dig it, go Because we'll, we'll find out what they said to you, yeah, you got <laughs> when we come back. Uh, Chris. Yeah. No, uh, no, you've got to tell us what, oh, what's I, going on I with you. I asked you. Now yeah, you ask me. I'm asking you right now what's happening, uh, what happened this week. What can you talk oh, about? well, one of, my, uh, one of my best buds from college took, uh, took everybody we know to Nashville for a bachelor party. And oh. I had to stay at home. Ooh. Unfortunately. Oh. Abby. Yeah. You missed the the main reason you were going to Montreal. So I figured it, yeah. the only way to uh to soothe that wound. Yes, please. The Montreal <laughs> cocktail. Ooh. So this is uh, an ounce and a half of rye whiskey or Canadian whiskey, okay. uh, three quarter ounces of red vermouth, Whoa. Uh, an eighth of an ounce of Pernod anise, and three dashes of Peychaud's bitters. Uh, so that's kind of a, uh, it's basically a Manhattan, but it's a, a twist on a Manhattan. It sounds nice. Um, so gonna uh, stir all the ingredients with ice and fine strain them into a chilled cocktail glass. Will do. I like the bitters part because I was bitter that day. <laughs> they cost me work almost yeah. two days in a row. Well, it's kind of a Ugh. Frenchy twist on a Manhattan, which I think is kind cool. of cool. Yeah. What kind of like what Montreal is in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Good point. Um, <laughs> I was uh, kind of curious about doing this with uh, maple rye because mm -hmm. uh, I always see that in the store and I go, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> right. But uh, I think I'm just gonna make it regular, uh, unless you want two, in which case I'll. See if we have some maple rye. Are oh, you actually like... making it? No. Oh yeah, Ooh, we're gonna we're gonna drink this shit. Okay, then no, make it how you like. I think the what you have is great. Okay, uh, Ben, for you, I have uh, gin sour. Um, gin sour. This calls for two to three ounces of gin, which you know, three ounces of gin on a Monday afternoon. I'm not sure, but let's see. Two, two to three ounces of gin. Uh, <laughs> Week like of... this, Chris, I think I could use it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one ounce of lemon juice, one teaspoon of sugar syrup or simple syrup. Uh, one scoop of crushed ice, an orange slice, and a maraschino cherry. Uh, you're going to mix the gin, juice, and syrup in a shaker with crushed ice. Uh, strain the mixture into a chilled whiskey sour glass. Garnish with, uh, garnish with orange slice and uh, maraschino cherry. Um, now, real quick, uh, a little aside. We had uh, a friend of the show, at Cariel Creative, ask, what the hell is simple syrup? Which... For a lot of people, there, you know, maybe that's a basic question. It's a fair question. I feel like you have to be in a coffee shop to really know what it is. Yeah, yeah. that's actually true. Shop. Yeah, um, but simple syrup is just a, a, an equal parts sugar and water mixture that you heat up in a saucepan and and cool. So uh, there you have it. So thanks, Carrie, for the question. And you don't even have to heat it up. You can just if you yeah, shake it long enough, it'll just mix itself. Heating yeah. it just make you know quickens Speeds the process up, up yeah. a little bit. Um, okay, well, Chris, for you, another cocktail named after a major Canadian city. Oh, yeah. It's a bit of a theme for me this week. I'm getting excited about my upcoming trip to Canada. Yeah. Cool. Um, this is the Toronto cocktail. Mm -hmm. uh, two ounces of rye or Canadian whiskey. A uh, quarter ounce of Fernet Branca. A uh, quarter ounce of simple syrup. Uh, and... You're just going to combine your ingredients in a mixing glass and uh, fill it with ice. 
Uh, stir it for 20 seconds and strain it into a chilled glass and twist an orange peel over the drink and use that as a garnish. Um, so that's basically a an old-fashioned with uh, fernet in it mm-hmm. instead of uh, like a Angostura-type bitters. Um, we served, all know how much we served, all know how much I love Burnett. And well, and served up <laughs> instead of uh, well, it's a it's a sparing quantity. It's of true. Fernet. It's true. Let's uh, let's see how it affects it. Um, I could just chug a bottle of Burnett. I love that <laughs> stuff. So I actually do use it for medicinal reasons. Like if I got a sore stomach, I will have a, a, a shot. Or a, yeah, but oh, other than that, nice. I don't drink it. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, like, if you had a wound, you would pour Fernet on it. I would do that, too. Sure. Okay. <laughs> if I was really bummed out about something, I would drink it and get drunk and forget my trouble. <laughs> Basically, just always have a flask of Fernet because you never know when you're exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. The, both of those drinks are just versions of other drinks, but uh, but re- rethought out to be, to be fitting for your two little uh, life event pairings. Perfect. your health everybody to yeah, your health thanks for making this chin chin mm, it smells refreshingly orange now abby I, Ooh, we're running nice. a risk here because i have not tried that cocktail before do you like it i do like it it's sweeter than i thought it would be i actually i'm not familiar with the the alcohol that you put into it and i've never tasted a manhattan so i actually oh, love wow. it it's a well that's interesting. It's the whiskey, I, I guess. I feel that like makes it we sweet. should do a follow-up episode where we make you a Manhattan, <laughs> right? And then they compare it, um, but then you find out I can't tell the difference between alcohol turns, at yeah, all. Yeah, turns out, yeah, just, uh, <laughs> I'm like yeah. this is great. Um, <laughs> Tastes oranges. Yeah, so that uh, that has pernode in it, a little bit of pernode, which is an anise liqueur, mm-hmm. and I've been told that everybody in France either is a pernode person. Or a Ricard person. Ricard is another anise liqueur mm-hmm. from France, and th- people fall fiercely on one side or the other of this debate, uh, not realizing that they are both owned by liquor mega conglomerate Pernod Ricard, which is the company that owns like <laughs> Sousa and Absolute Vodka and like Chivas Regal and stuff like that. So, <laughs> like you, you were yeah. silly for choosing one. Yeah. Well, they have, they probably make them differently, even yeah. if it comes from the same house. I'm <laughs> I'm sure that they started as bitter rivals and yeah. became yeah, yeah. But they'll never put one out of business. I guess exactly. if you're like Picard, <laughs> yeah. don't try to put one out of business. You never win. Mm-hmm. It won't work. Um, but I was kind of I've never actually had either one, so I had to buy a bottle of that. Do you uh, want to try it? Yeah, oh yeah, we'll trade sips. Take a sip. Um, I'm guessing I know what yours tastes like, but I'll give it a shot. Yeah, mine is pretty sour. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess hence the name, right? Yeah, that's right. Wow, it is, but it's nice. It's sour in a nice way. It is. Ooh. You know when I'm like uh, in a really salty mood or I'm like in a bad mood and, and I'm pissed, yeah. I like to drink like really bitter lemonade. So that would be a great yeah. drink to come yeah. home to after a long day of like office drama. Yeah. <laughs> right, totally. I um, When you sent me this recipe, Chris, mm-hmm. I've, I feel like gin sour is like something you'd hear somebody order in a movie and you'd be like what is that even yeah is that even a drink and yeah. then i looked at the recipe and i was like is this just a tom collins because tom collins is basically these ingredients plus seltzer I mean, oh. if we've if we've learned nothing uh, or if we've learned nothing else on the show it's that every drink is a twist on another drink so yeah totally right. i was saying that to him downstairs or when we were making the drinks this is tom collins uh dad or grandpa right. yeah, the yeah, sour this is grandpa. A little bristled. yeah exactly yeah but it's uh, it's really delightful. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of wish I was uh, 
you know, running around Nashville doing chin-ups on a stop sign <laughs> crossbar yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Is that what's done in Nashville? That's I what the kids are doing these days? I've only been on one bachelor party and there was a lot of chin-ups being done. Uh, on the, wow. Testing your manhood and uh, yeah, well, that's that, as I said, it's uh, the gin is for you because, you know, you feel a little bummed out that you couldn't go and gins your drink. And uh, the sour is for your buddy, who I'm sure is uh, a little bitter that you uh, yeah. didn't make it. Well, hopefully not too bitter. Hopefully you're still friends, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we are. But uh, I was really bummed that I couldn't go. I mean, I um, I always have a little bit of trepidation around getting invited to a bachelor party mm-hmm. there's a couple of times when i have had like a friend who was like almost close enough where i was like is this guy gonna invite me to his bachelor party and, <laughs> and then he didn't the and i'm just like thank fuck he didn't invite me to his bachelor party because he probably would have wanted to go to a strip club and i really don't want to go to a strip no, club those yeah. Are gross. yeah and i mean like i just i i have had one great bachelor party experience but somehow I've convinced myself that it's like the worst, scariest thing, like social engagement I could possibly. It's intimidating. Yeah, you're taken to task, I'm sure. I haven't been part of a bachelorette party except for my own, but I can only imagine. And obviously I didn't go to a strip club, but I just now (laughs) learned that strip clubs aren't just where women take their clothes off, but it's like where they grind on you and you dry hump in a back room. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. But people pay for the privilege. They pay for the privilege, like a lot of money. You know, it's ridiculous. I don't mean to shame anybody that's like really into that. I do. No, it, well, yeah, I mean it's the worst. But <laughs> well, no, well, who who isn't naturally into like sexual pleasure? I'm just saying I've been in such I've been the darkest. I've never worked there, and I've never yeah. had the opportunity or needed to be in one. So yeah. I, I was scandalized, and this is like 2014. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's nice to know that you can still be surprised. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I just you know it's. I'm so not tell the me first more person. about sex. What is that exactly? <laughs> I'm not the first person to make the analogy, but it's like going to you know, a delicious barbecue joint and having them bring out just everything you want to eat and <laughs> waft it under your nose, yeah. even, even let you take a little tiny taste and then they it. whisk it away mm. and you're a thousand dollars poorer, <laughs> which, uh, you know, I'm sure that happens in LA. Actually, there are barbecues like that in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Models get to smell the food. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they, they pay for it and they leave. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, Chris, how's your how's your drink? How's your cocktail? Well, thank you very much for asking, Abby. It's uh, <laughs> you know, I think um, it's it's good, uh, but it doesn't matter how little Burnett is in it. I can still like oh. that's the thing I taste the most. You know, Chris, Chris, like, just I'm do like a droplet. That. I'm like that with parsley. I can detect parsley in any dish, <laughs> even if it's a little green speck. And for some reason, my body rejects it. I'm wow. like I'm like that with cilantro. Like it ruins everything I eat. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you must never get to eat Mexican food. I eat Mexican food and Thai food all the time, and I just put up with it because uh, <laughs> I, I guess maybe I've, I've like, worked around that. I'm like, okay, I, if I can't get it taken out or, like, not added to it, then I'll just deal with it because I'm there's no way I'm not going to eat Mexican food. There's no way, you know? I know. Right. It's so good. I want, I'm going to have it tonight, actually. Well, there's some people that are, like, genetically, yeah. like, cilantro oh. tastes like soap, soap or yeah. something. I can't yeah. tell if I'm that person. I mean, I, I certainly am one of the uh, percentage of people that don't like it that yeah, much. It's I do like know. one in 24 people have like a different. Well, 
are you guys like me in that you can just you can detect these following flavors dog breath or band-aids hmm. i feel like and i don't eat either i've never like had either in my mouth but i feel like when i eat something and it's bad you feel like it wouldn't be surprised if you did eat dog breath Is that... you would know exactly no, what I, either, I just like. either i don't ever detect soap but i just detect like you know plasticky bandagey smell oh, yeah. taste yeah. has that ever happened to you or no, is that no, just weird that's, no it's not and weird I, I think it's it's unique maybe but uh yeah, i i do injury. think i do think that we need to you know maybe uh, explore dog breath or band-aids as a show idea i don't know what <laughs> i don't know what you know that could be but uh yeah. totally willing to work with you on that abby great yeah um, i'm there i'm but, there but i'm not tasting anything <laughs> Dog uh, breath is what I usually describe the weather in New York in the summer as. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's fair. You do get a lot of gusts of hot wind yeah, in the summer. With, with, with garbage a, with a stink. Garbage whiff on it. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the one reason I'm happy that this Toronto summer has been so mild because even in the, on the mild days, the garbage stinks. And I just thought, you know. Yeah. yeah, I've forgotten almost what it smells like hot garbage, you know, but oh, that's great. <laughs> if you can forget it for a few months, that's, yeah, that's a delight. Yeah, exactly. Well, this uh, this drink, I mean, um, it's I'll, t- I'll tell you a little bit about working again. At the bar. Yeah, um, you've been you've been a little bit uh, you've been getting uh, getting sort of short, shorter change than you than you like with your other work. So you that's right. So yeah, um, got a nice offer. Sounds a nice like. offer, very timely one at that. Um, and uh, yeah, so listen f- to that. When a one, when one door closes, Chris, Another a bar one opens. opens. A bar yeah, opens. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that uh, And it was it was a lot of fun. I mean, I have to say, uh, a, a, a couple of friends of mine just um, bought uh, a bar, uh, an existing bar, and one might call it, and I don't mean this uh, as an offensive term, but a dive bar. And uh, it's huh. uh, a dive bar is yeah. a is a it's a term of endearment. It sure I know. Is. What's a non-dive bar? I don't want to go to a bar that's not a classy. A dive bar. Yeah, I mean, because you don't belong. <laughs> like I don't belong in a classy bar anyway. So I mean, anybody yeah, I know like, doesn't belong there. Yeah, it's like what are we in the movie there. Hitch? No, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I, I like to go incognito and do a classy bar and make those people think I'm one of them. Oh, do you mean like you put on like uh, the glasses with the mustache attached, like that? Yeah, and the little uh, the sleeve garter. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah, right, right. Uh, yeah. So I, I I go I show up and. Um, you know, just to, you know, I'm out of sorts because I don't know where anything is. And, and so I'm just I go in early to kind of uh, get acquainted. And um, and one sure. of the guys tells me, mm-hmm. uh, one of the guys tells me, you know, now at a certain point of the night, you just just be aware that you might have some friends uh, on the bar. And, and he's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? And he said, um, roaches. And, what? Those aren't friends. And no, Those are foes. no. Yeah, exactly. And so I guess in the in the taking over of this bar, they've done a lot of work and they're they're cleaning it up and and i guess they've disrupted whatever ugh, was in uh, you know lurking under their feet right yeah and, so and they're the, the the rats are fleeing the sinking ship yeah and let me tell you I, the first uh four customers you had in three lovely ladies and, and a gentleman and they're sitting at the bar and one of the owners is sitting at the bar just before he goes off to his other <laughs> job nice. and him and i are sitting talking and um i just hear oh my god Oh my god! <laughs> right, uh, right next to one of the ladies, um, oh. she, she's like, oh, "Look, it's a baby!" She, oh my god! It's they're like, "What is it? What is it? It's a baby roach!" And they could not have been cooler about it. They did not even, but like, she didn't baby flinch. Roach. Yeah, it was a baby roach, and and so 
I actually go over and I go more. to flick it. Like I actually went to flick it, and I was so surprised at my own reaction. I'm like, I'm not, why am I touching this thing? I don't. <laughs> she like, didn't. Here she, you go. She didn't move. She didn't bat an eye, and, and they stayed and you know and had a laugh and then paid up. I'm sure we'll never see them again. But uh, sure. you know, I was like, when they were leaving, I said, "Don't tell your friends," you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, this I, uh, never happened. We were yeah. never here. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I had a brief career as a busboy in a Michelin-starred restaurant here in New York City. And the first shift I worked uh, was a brunch shift. And somebody, uh, I did not put this drink on this table, but somebody had a Bloody Mary served to them that was garnished with a cucaracha. Oh, my goodness. Restaurant manager. Goodness. Fucking lost it. <laughs> I would do. Oh. I would shut. I would shut the restaurant down and spend the rest of the opening hours lecturing my staff. Yeah, I feel like that's much, yeah. what he should do. I think. I think he like he let us still bust our asses through the rest of service, but then like we weren't allowed to leave, and he just Aww. twanged on us for like an hour and <laughs> a half. And I was like, this sucks. It. This is so clearly not my fault. <laughs> I didn't know it was a Michelin star restaurant. Like that's that oh, yeah. completely changes that story. Working at a restaurant with a roach in it is like, nah, it's almost commonplace. Uh, you know, well, yeah, almost. that's what New York means. It's like the the higher the stars, the less roaches there are, but yeah. you'll never reach yeah. zero. It's, it's, yeah, right. It approaches zero, but it never gets yeah. there. Five, <laughs> five just means five just means there's one in your drink. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Someone said I can't remember uh, who said it recently. Just yesterday, someone said an A in your restaurant window means acceptable acceptable amount of rodents. In your <laughs> yeah, right. My friends have a uh, story about going to a restaurant. And I think they were, they live here now, but they were in from out of town at the time. And they saw a rat fall from the chandelier (laughs) into the middle of the dining room (laughs) and like scary off. And their first thought was, oh, we're going to get seated so much quicker. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They were in it to win it. Yeah. We had, there's a kind of a, uh, I guess a famous story in in Toronto of a a restaurant here that uh, had, they, they were getting an inspection, I think, and as the inspector walks in, or the inspector was called because of this reason, but there was rats sunning in the window of this place. <laughs> like, and I don't just mean like one or two, like there was like three or four rats stacked up in the corner of a window and it was like immediately shut down. Jeez. <laughs> like a, that is egregious. Like a cat yeah. curling up in a sunbeam. Yeah, that's right. It's like some people thought it was cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, you don't, you don't eat there. Yeah. But that's, uh, that's really sweet. I saw, I had a mouse in my apartment once, and he came out in the middle of the living room and stopped to take a bath, and then ran back <laughs> wow. to the wall. And I'm like, you're so rude. Yeah, does yeah. not consider you a threat at no, all. No, not at all. <laughs> Abby, do we, did we get the final result well, of your? I, I missed a detail oh, that was, I think is was, significant. Yeah, so yeah. I, I took a screen grab of Air Canada apologizing to everyone and I tweeted at them all of Air Canada's tweets are apologies hashtag boycott Air Canada because I was trying to get their attention and I don't like whining on the internet but this eventually helped they followed me we had direct message they expressed genuine um, remorse or whatever Mm -hmm. empathy and you know and told me what forms to fill out and eventually I got an email that's not even worth reading but it essentially says we regret to inform you that uh, how did you put it, Ben? Like, oh, our... yeah, we have a policy to <laughs> we... not ever make our customers happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our policy is to get things wrong. Um, and so, <laughs> so ultimately, they were just like tough luck, pal. But yeah. glad you made your flight the next day. Yeah, yeah. I just I... wanted them to reimburse me for the money I lost. Work the work I lost. Yeah, that's the, all. The the airline industry as a whole is just it's it's really baffling to deal with because you like 
they make up all these crazy rules and then act like there is nothing that they can do about them. And it it's like, y'all made the, like, yeah. like, oh, like, no, we can't change your flight today because you're, you have an L fare and you need to have a Q or higher. And it's like, what do these fares mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. who is supposed to know about them? And yeah. like, <laughs> one thing you can do, I think, is reverse the charges on your credit card before they tell you that they can't re refund your money. If they right. start like hemming and hawing, then go ahead and do Ooh. that and then let them know because they lose the money anyway, the money that they were trying so desperately to keep. Yeah. That is so hitting one card. huge corporation against another. That's, yeah. That's a I great like that. idea, Abby. That's, That's like judo. Do it. Do yeah. it next time, guys. Okay, well, we've learned a lot here today. <laughs> um, mostly, maybe how to get two big corporations really mad at us. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, do we have a, uh, we do. We a have, listener request? We've, we've got a couple, actually. Uh, um, we'll start with at uh, Peter Gossick. Uh, he writes, request... Woke up and discovered I chipped my tooth in my sleep. I have a fang. He has a fang. He woke up with a fang, which is uh, my mind. Uh, and apparently yours did too, Ben, went straight to being a vampire. But uh, I went yeah. with a drink called uh, Jaguar. Um, oh, and, Jaguars have fangs too. Yeah, they do. I, I thought, what other, what before, other before you give us the, the re recipe for this drink, yeah. I just want to say that this is like the scariest single tweet that I have ever read. Man, I tell you what. What was he doing to chip his tooth? Like grinding his teeth, I imagine. I, imagine. I, am, I am so scared of tooth breakage. Oh, wow. It is like my number one phobia. And and reading this, was it just sent me into a tailspin. I was like, <laughs> I'm like completely stressed out with like the move and all this other stuff that's going on right now. And I read that tweet and I was just like, oh, God. Yeah. Just wear a mouth guard. Yeah. Wear like what boxers wear when they fight and you'll be fine. Yeah. I, I dated oh, a girl boy. once who grinded her teeth in her sleep. And it is a sound that you cannot replicate awake, which is, I, mm -hmm. it blows my mind. It blows my mind because I would wake up and hear this like hollow, like, yeah, weird, it's like, like two, two like icebergs moving against each other. Right? It's, yeah, exactly. A mortar and pestle. Like, yeah. Oh, just awful, awful sound. Anyway, Peter, Oof. sorry that you've got a fang, but uh, maybe maybe drink this before you get Now your that you're a jaguar, fixed. have yeah. this cocktail. Yeah. Uh, it's two ounces of Galliano, one ounce of white creme de cacao, one ounce of heavy cream, and one scoop of crushed ice. And you are going to combine all ingredients in a blender. Uh, blend wow. for about 10 seconds. Strain the blend into a chilled cocktail glass. So this is a bit of a sweet one. That uh, is a sweet one. Yeah, but um, let us know. If you make it, let us know. Take a photo. Wow. A um, I, I'm trying to wrap my mind around that drink. Yeah. All I heard was like buttermilk and ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. cream. Well, that's, I mean, that's a, Peter, have a buttermilk and ice shake if you uh, want an alternative, <laughs> non-alcoholic alternative. <laughs> this is essentially just an yeah. old remedy for a toothache. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like there's probably a dude in like, South Carolina that would walk around having a having a buttermilk and ice. <laughs> oh, here's here's exactly. uh, Ben. Here's a quick little uh, home remedy that my mom talked about when I was a kid. Uh, mm -hmm. In Scotland, she whenever they had sore throats, they would have a butter ball rolled in sugar, and they would mm. suck on that, and that would help their throat apparently. And that sounds wow. disgusting. I don't know. It also it could be pretty tasty. You get <laughs> a used to it. As a kid, butter? I used Ugh. to like. And it's butter and sugar. It's yeah, like it's, it's pie crust without the flour, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we've All got the one people other. People in Ireland were very large. That <laughs> tried that. That's true. <laughs> uh, large hearts too, for the wrong reasons. Um, yeah. 
Uh, I've got another uh, a longer uh, uh, write in here, so let me uh, bear with me one second. Katie Spears writes. Yeah, so uh, we had a we had a we had a listener write one in on our Tumblr, which yeah, was which you can uh, do. a total new one on us. But yeah. I suppose a, a, a fully valid way of going. I'm um, glad to hear you guys have a Tumblr. I'll retumble Tumblr. this. I'll yeah. reblog it. Ldai.tumblr.com. Probably the best cocktail Tumblr there is because it's just ooh, the recipes. The gauntlet from the show. has been thrown down. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm putting all the other uh, cocktail tumblers on blast right now, <laughs> saying bring your bring your game, see if you can go toe to toe with the LDAI tumbler. We recently crossed a hundred recipes on there, which is pretty impressive. We given did. that We've done twenty seven shows now. Congrats. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so uh, I think it's at Katie Spears. I, I failed to write down her Twitter handle, but um, is it Kaz Twit? Or something? No, that's Cass Twid. That's uh, that's Caroline. That's she's in oh. London, England. Um, Excuse so, me. Yeah. So Katie um, writes: We are having a divorce party at some time as yet undetermined <laughs> uh, as yet undetermined time in the future. What should we drink? <laughs> all within Debbie Downer. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I don't think it's as bad. Uh, all within about a year of each other. The following people who I'm uh, whom I love dearly will have gotten a divorce: my mom, my cousin, a good friend, Jesse, and my most uh, and most importantly, my partner of three years. She and her ex-wife married in Massachusetts, moved to uh, Pennsylvania, where uh, their marriage wasn't recognized, then separated, but couldn't get divorced because, quote-unquote, stupid laws until, uh, I, you know, please, I'm, I'm showing my ignorance here. PA is Pennsylvania, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, uh, until Pennsylvania legalized a few months ago. So, yay, gay marriage. Uh, so... Yeah. Gay yeah. marriage equals uh, sometimes gay divorce. Well, that's a, that sounds like it's a it's a... It's a, a divorce party of people that are pleased that they exactly. are finally getting divorced. Yeah, and I mean... Uh, uh, sure. As far as I can tell, uh, divorce parties are now something of a trend. Uh, people are oh. uh, celebrating uh, their... Uh, uh, how would you say it? Like, uh, disunion. You know, what do you... Yeah. How would you say that? Anyway, so... Conscious um, uncoupling, I believe. Yeah, uncoupling. Sure. They were conscious uncoupling. Oh, my God. That's like a now world-famous term. Oh. Yeah. Um, um, and, and how... How fucking frustrating it must be to have moved to a state that was still in the dark ages, mm -hmm. so you can't get this legal, yeah. stupid legal thing fucking sorted that's out that you just want to be done with. That's what. Uh, what that's, that's a. That's a. I mean, I fucking party right there. That's what's known yeah. as a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so we're gonna go Thanks with for a getting your act together, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna go with a drink called Grounds I'm for Divorce. Looking at you, other stupid states. <laughs> uh, grounds for divorce it's two ounces of tequila reposado recommended um, a half ounce of licor 43 do you know what that is Ben L-I-C-O-R 43 um, I've uh, I've heard of it I don't know anything about maybe, it I'm maybe sorry. we'll uh, okay it's going to take a bit of research that we should have done it actually was listed as something else but I took the brand name instead of the uh, alcohol so my bad it's a half ounce of that a uh, half ounce of fresh lime juice and four wedges of pineapple. Uh, muddle the pineapple in a uh, in the base of a shaker. Add other ingredients. Shake with ice and fine strain into a chilled glass. So, happy divorce, everyone. Uh, happy yeah. divorce. Welcome. Yeah, let us know how that uh, turns out, please. That sounds really good. Is liquor forty three? It's just. Is it a? Is it a, uh, a an orange liqueur? Um. Well, we're gonna. I guess, I guess is that what we're doing? We're taking 43. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Okay. It's a good thing I have the internet here. Yeah, I've got, I've got it here, but uh, it's too bad I'm lazy. I'm oh. using my internet to post my picture of you making me my cocktail and Tumblr, and uh, I'm tagging you guys in it. Awesome. 
That's uh, nice. It is lush, sweet, and complex with a charming herbal and vanilla tones. Enjoy as a digest. I guess it must be a just like a, a weird digestif. I wonder if Galliano is similar to it, if it's got vanilla tones to it. Well, All right. uh, Katie, let us know uh, if you can yeah. track that, that down. Uh, if it, I guess it's just liquor. Liquor, 43, L-I-C-O-R. Uh, 43. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, let us know. Um, yeah, and that brings us to the end of our C- listener citrus request. Citrus vanilla flavor. It's Ooh. like creamsicle booze. Mm, yum. That's what it is. Who doesn't right. love that? Yeah, who doesn't? I'm going to go buy a bottle right now and uh, <laughs> drink it instead of packing. <laughs> oh, man. Drink it while packing. Yeah. Drink it while packing. Packing my house up for a move. Ugh. Ugh. Aww. Um, uh, I mentioned to uh, Graham while he was uh, helping set up here, he uh, he said, oh, that looks like a sweet apartment they've got. I said, yeah, he's leaving on Wednesday. And he's like, he looks like he's got a lot of packing to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it, it's uh, the subject of some debate because... I think we're pretty much packed, but my fiance keeps coming home and going, God, we have so much to do. And Uh-oh. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and That's... I think it's just one of those psychological things. I look around and I see boxes and I'm like, great, we're good. Oh, yeah. you're overwhelmed. She, she looks around and sees everything but the boxes. You're just so. short-sighted, Ben. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's thinking of moving day. You're thinking of putting your feet up and watching the TV and your reality television. Oh, God. I... Uh... That is so far away from my <laughs> personal reality right now. <laughs> well, Benjamin, you know how to eat an elephant mm-hmm. one bite at a time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or a bicycle. I had no idea where <laughs> that was going. That too. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it can stump you if you've never heard it before. I have, and I have heard it, and then I, was, I completely forgot it. And then when you said it, so of course. Wrap it in banana leaves, <laughs> yeah. you know, marinated in orange juice, salt, don't sugar. Tell, and don't tell PETA. Dig a dig a pit in the ground, fill it with coals, <laughs> then bury the elephant. Wow, can um, wow. be delectable. It's a, a pretty big hole you're digging. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, oh, it's not easy. No. Well, you know, you gotta you gotta burn some calories to justify that meal to yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And then when you dig that hole in the middle of it, someone's like, "Well, you know how to eat an elephant," and they're like, "Oh, I don't need this right now." Damn it! <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I think we should probably call it a show. What do you say, folks? Sure thing. I had fun. Yeah, and Abby, Abby anything, you'd like to, anything else you'd like to uh, mention yeah, while you're here? What should people look at for, for Abby Crutchfield? Definitely follow me on Twitter at Curly Comedy at because Curly Comedy. not only will you get free jokes, which are hilarious every yeah. day, but you'll also find out <laughs> about people now. I pretty much uh, remind folks regularly to tune in every day on people.com. Yeah. I think that your interactions with John Hodgman on Twitter are... Among the best, he's a sweet guy. If you guy. follow both of uh, both Abby and John, uh, that'll be that'll be a real delight. He is he is a delight. He's a great guy. And then uh, my calendar's at curlycomedy.com If you want to see me perform live, and you should see her perform live. Absolutely. Very funny stand-up comedian. Uh, all right. Well, uh, you can follow Chris at Chris B Chicken and Benjamin at Benjamin R A H R. And real quick before you continue, Ben, um, I just wanted to mention this will be if you're listening on Thursday, the, the day this comes out, this uh, September 18th, uh, the very next day, Friday the 19th. Ben and I uh, have been well. Ben mentioned a trip to Canada, and he is coming up to Toronto to visit to record Yay. our next episode on Thursday with. The one and only uh, uh, Charles W. Chuck Bryant. Uh, and we are going to be on the, Stuff, the you Stuff You Should Know podcast. That's right. Stuff You Should Know is coming up here to do a live show. And they have kindly asked us to partake. So we are going to be on their show, uh, the two shows of Friday night. So 
Very yeah, exciting so, week. Cool. I, I believe the shows are sold out, which they is ter- out. terrifying for us. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But congrats. So yeah, I don't know. Are they, I don't know if they actually release their live shows usually. Do they? I don't know. I don't know. But if, uh, you don't, if you're not familiar with stuff, you should know. Uh, yeah. The next thing you do is download that podcast. See if you can get scalped tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, that'll be fun. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. uh, you can follow our Twitter and tweet. Uh, drink request to us at drink about it you can check out our amazing tumblr at ldai.tumblr.com and get all the recipes from today's show on www.letsdrinkabout.it yeah and thanks to nice. Graham Walsh for the music and Paul Walling for the illustrations yeah uh, and uh, everybody else who's been involved in the past and thank you so rate much us, Abby rate us on iTunes rate thank us on you guys iTunes. rate us on iTunes they're great <laughs> yeah, yeah thanks right. Abby See you soon. Thanks, Chris. Later, everybody. Bye. You're really you're a champ for chugging the last of that drink too. Yeah. Oh, it was tasty. I was. Oh. I wanted to get to this just to see yeah. if it tasted any different. We, we used to do a thing on the show where Chris would come up with a cocktail and i would come up with a cocktail for the guest and then you have to pick one and so we kept having stand-ups on who were like i've got to get to a show i can't drink two cocktails right now so they would taste test yeah, yeah and they wouldn't want to say no to them either so no. yeah so. that's good this is a very responsible and good yeah. thing so and now yeah, one drink can, you can afford i think yeah. yeah 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 i feel great thank you guys